This is Brain Diet, episode number 55. I'm Taylor Ann Macy, and you are listening to Brain Diet, where we feed your brain good information. Everybody, welcome back to the Brain Diet Podcast. I want to tell you something that you're going to have to be patient with me today through this episode. I am recording this in the afternoon, and usually I find time when either the kids are asleep or the kids aren't home, or you know, in the evening when there's not so much happening outside. I usually like to find those times to record. But this week, this hour in the afternoon was when I wanted to record this episode. And there are lots of noises that are happening that want to get in the way of this recording. <laughs> there are helicopters flying overhead. We live close to a hospital. And so I am certain that these helicopters are life flights. And I'm not going to criticize those. Those guys are heroes. So if you hear those helicopters, I recommend you give them a salute or a mental applause for the work that they are doing. (laughs) And then if you hear my kids, well, that's just real life. So I apologize if you hear any noises in this episode, but here we are, we're getting it done. I just am so excited to talk to you about this topic today because this is something that I coach on all the time. It's something that I see in almost everybody. And I think that when you can learn how to manage something like this, it gives you some serious authority. It's something that's really important for us to notice in ourselves when it comes up. Within the gym for your mind, which is the Brain Diet membership program, if you've been around here for a while, you've heard me talking about it a lot. I'm so excited about it and it's so fun to be able to create that platform to coach people. I have a course inside the gym that's called The Diet That Has Nothing to Do With Food. In this course, I teach you about how the way you relate to food has so little to do with food and everything to do with your mind. This course is a weight loss course. I am a certified weight coach and I am extremely good at helping people lose weight and not in the way you think. I don't just tell you what to eat. I teach you how to teach your brain to relate to food in a way that makes weight loss easy. There are so many resources in the world for weight loss, and there is so much amazing information out there. And I believe that what I teach around weight loss is the missing piece that most people miss. People are looking to nutritionists and dietitians and different types of uh, nutrition coaches. Again, amazing people. But I think that this is so crucially supplementary to that type of work, this mental piece. I would say it's even more important than what you're eating because really, it's pretty easy to learn what foods are useful and fueling to your body and what foods aren't. There are nuances. And I think that learning those is really valuable. It's something that I love to learn about, but the way that I teach it is way overlooked and people don't even consider it from the perspective that I teach it. I was talking to my sister-in-law about the diet mentality and how there are you know, challenges out there that it's like, whoever can lose the most weight in six weeks, then you know, wins the grand prize. And I just find it so fascinating that that is what keeps coming up in the world. I do not support diet mentality. I don't support quick fixes. I don't support the starvation, deprivation, willpower. That is not at all what I teach and what I support. On the other hand, though, 
I think that there is a lot of talk about self-love in the way that if you love yourself, then you shouldn't want to lose weight. That I also have a problem with. I think, and I've seen it a lot on social media where people are kind of in the screw diet mentality thing. And again, screw diet mentality, I agree with, but screw weight loss, I don't agree with. There are people in the world that want to lose weight for reasons that are very healthy. And if you are one of those people, then come on into the gym for your mind and let's get into it. But I think that this idea of loving yourself enough to not want to lose weight is backwards because if we really loved ourselves, we would take care of ourselves if that meant losing weight. But I think people assume that weight loss means being mean to yourself and it means suffering. And that's not true. And I teach you all about that inside. I'm on a soapbox right now. I just was so fired up after this conversation that I had with my sister-in-law about, about diets and why there's diet shaming now. And again, I don't necessarily agree with the diet mentality, but I think that it is a beautiful thing to want to lose weight. And if you can do it in the healthiest mental way, then you can do it and not ever gain it back ever again. And that's what I teach is the mental way, the mental way to lose weight. So that segues into the topic for today, because the topic today is, I most commonly see this around weight loss. The idea of the screw it mentality. It's a very easy thing for us to slip into. And I want to teach you about it today because I see it so much. I want to help. And I want to offer you some perspective into your brain around it. So when I say the screw it mentality, it's kind of like the, like in my brain, it sounds like this. It's like, eh, screw it. Eh, whatever. I don't care. (laughs) It's kind of like I was trying to eat healthy, but I had a donut. And so I just thought, you know what? Screw it. Like I had one Cadbury egg, so screw it. I'm just not going to stick to what I planned for the rest of the day. Or I was trying to stick to my New Year's resolution, but I missed it today. So you know what? I just thought, screw it, whatever. I don't care. I was working on starting a business and then it got really hard and I didn't know what to do. So I just thought, screw it. I don't want to do it. Or I was working on improving my relationships, but then my partner said something mean. So I just said, screw it. I don't want to work on this. This isn't important to me anymore. Like, does this sound familiar to you to have this type of mentality where you're just like, eh, screw it. I don't care. Here is the cycle that I see in my clients. Someone sets a goal. Most often it's a weight loss goal. I see the script mentality most often around food. So someone sets a goal. You want to lose weight. You want to start a business. You want to make more money. You want to have a better relationship, whatever it might be. And then you slip into the screw up mentality. Like something happens that's hard. And so you slip into screw up mentality. I don't care. And then what happens after that is the indifference. You move into that space of apathy of, I don't even care anymore. And then for most people, at some point they circle back around and they have something go through their mind. Like, I wish I would have just kept working on things or I'm going to set the goal again. This cycle is evidence that this idea of apathy, this idea that we don't care, isn't necessarily true. If we really didn't care, we wouldn't ever set goals again. We wouldn't ever set a new year's resolution. We wouldn't ever try And some people do live in a space of indifference and that's okay. But if you notice this in yourself, if you notice this cycle of setting a goal, screw up mentality, apathy, and then eventually trying to set a goal again, trying to do something else again, even if it's not the same goal, but if you, if you notice this in yourself, then let's talk about it. Okay. This type of mentality usually comes up for three different reasons. And all three of these reasons are mental and they have nothing to do with the goal. No matter what the goal is, these three reasons 
are pretty universal when they come up. So the first reason that screw it mentality comes up for someone is because you beat yourself up for mistakes. You make a mistake and you have a dialogue going through your head. Like you can't do it. You're not good enough. You've done this before and it didn't work. Nothing is working properly. You have this dialogue that is so mean that eventually you're just like, screw it. I don't care. Okay. So first reason when you beat yourself up and I'm going to get into that more later. The second reason is you are afraid of discomfort. You're afraid of putting yourself out there. You're afraid of feeling your emotions instead of eating them, feeling the discomfort instead of eating them. You're afraid of risking rejection. You're afraid of risking failure. You're afraid of discomfort of change and growth. And so you slip into screw it. I don't even want that thing anyway. So you end up lying to yourself because of fear, because of what you are afraid of. The third reason that screw mentality comes up for people is that we initially set the goal because we think we're not good enough now and we'll be better if we achieve the thing. We start from a place of unworthiness. Like if I just lose the weight, if I just get married, if I just make more money, then I'll finally be happy. So then we get into this rush and we aren't specific and smart with the way we set our goals and we are spending our time in a way that isn't really methodical and helpful and we start seeking quick fixes. Like that's why all the diets out there, like the crash diets, those are the quick fixes that people end up choosing because they're like, I'm going to be more worthy when I lose the weight. So when we start from a place of unworthiness, that's what ultimately leads to this screw up mentality because we're like, well, I'm not worthy. So what's the point? So why does the screw up mentality come up in response to these three reasons? The screw up mentality is an attempt for our brain to get relief. What we actually want relief from, however, isn't the difficulty of the thing we're doing. We want relief from our own brain. So the first reason when we're beating ourselves up, our brain wants relief from all of the mean talk, from all the horrible self-dialogue. It's like, stop beating me up. I'm just going to screw you. I'm not going to do this anymore. I don't want to listen to this. This feels terrible. So that's the first reason is we're like, I I don't want this anymore. And then the second reason is the negative emotion. We want relief from the negative emotion as opposed to learning how to feel it. So we just resist it, resist it, resist it. And we want some sort of relief from it. And so we're like, screw it. I don't want to feel this negative emotion. I don't want to have to resist this. It's exhausting. So I'm just not going to do it. And then the third reason is when we feel we aren't good enough, we're never going to do anything that is lasting, abundant, and overflowing with easy results. When you feel not good enough, it's always graspy. So the screw it mentality is just rebelling against our own brain. Our brain is coming at these goals from all of the wrong angles. So our response is screw you brain. I don't want to do this. This is too hard. So if we don't manage our minds in the first place around the goal, our brain continues to be a jerk when we make mistakes. So what happens is we develop this pattern because all of this mean dialogue, resistance to negative emotion, all of this feeling of unworthiness, like we're so used to all of that. And that is always the place, always the thing surrounding all of our goal setting that then we follow it with the screw up mentality. We grow accustomed to it. We're so good at saying screw it. We become so good at this mentality that it becomes familiar and familiar to our brain is safe. Anything familiar is safe. So what happens is our brain is like, wait a minute, this screw up mentality 
is actually good because when I offer this screw it mentality, we don't have to risk anything. We just get to be familiar. We get to be safe. We get to just maintain homeostasis. We don't have to do anything that is threatening. So then we get so good at this lie of I don't care that it feels so familiar. So then we indulge in it. When we indulge in emotions, what that means is we feel emotions and those emotions keep us stuck. Like when we feel overwhelmed, that's an indulgent emotion. And when we feel overwhelmed, we don't often take action. So then we just stay stuck wherever we are. This is what happens with the screw up mentality. We are indulging in it and not taking action because we're just using the excuse of, I don't care. And so then we stay stuck where we are. But like I said, I don't care is a lie. Otherwise we would never think about goals or about our future ever again. The reason we want to set goals is because we as humans have an inherent desire to grow. But we get so so practiced at neglecting our brains and then just resorting to saying, screw it. And we just allow all the, the negative self-talk and the resistance to negative emotion and the unworthiness. We allow all of that just to like simmer in our brains. So then the screw it is such an easy out that we cloud our true desire. We're so practiced at all of that that we can't really check in with what it is that we want because we associate it with all this negative emotion and fear and all these problems that it doesn't make sense in our brains to pursue goals because it's like it would be so awful. But what I want to offer is that our desire is our roadmap to who we are meant to become. And in order to uncloud that roadmap, we have to work through these three reasons whenever this screw up mentality comes up for ourselves. What happens, what I see is instead of approaching it from this space of mental management, instead of learning how to manage your mind around those three reasons, we approach it with like the never give up mentality, like never give up, never give up. And saying something like never give up implies that we are working against our true desire, which is to quit. But our true desire isn't to quit. Just like I told you, our true desire is to grow. That is what we are meant to do as humans. So saying never give up is also kind of a lie because the truth is we want to do things. We want to change and evolve. Our true desire is that. It's not to give up. It's not to quit. It's not to be apathetic. Our true desire is to grow. The other side of this screw up mentality that is so sneaky that I see is that it can be disguised as self-care. So of course it continues to cloud what we want even more. So it's like, I care about myself so much that I'm not going to restrict myself and force myself to do things that I can't do. But true self-care is loving. And the screw up mentality is avoidant. If you cared about yourself, you would restrict yourself from not doing heroin and cocaine. You think about restricting those things and you're like, yeah, I want to restrict those things. I don't want to do heroin and cocaine because I care about myself enough that I'm going to restrict myself so that I don't die. But instead, we, we take it the other direction and we're like, I care about myself so much that I'm just not going to watch what I eat. I'm just going to eat whatever I want and I'm not going to do difficult things because it's just a little bit too uncomfortable for me. Self-care is not, I'm going to eat anything I want. Self-care is I am going to feel my emotions instead of silencing my whole messaging system. Thoughts and emotions are a messaging system. So I'm going to feel my emotions instead of silencing my messaging system by stuffing my face with food. Self-care, my friends, is hard in the moment when there is negative emotion. 
But what awaits on the other side of feeling negative emotion is freedom and peace and the ability to create. When you can feel any negative emotion, you become unstoppable. I want you to think about the context of weight loss, like the discomfort of having an urge for something and not satisfying that urge, of just allowing that discomfort, allowing the urge to just be there. If you could feel that, imagine what would happen with your weight. Imagine if you were willing to be embarrassed, how many more things you would be willing to do that might create the result that you want, that might create your dreams coming true. If you were willing to feel embarrassed, you'd be willing to fail. You'd be willing to say something stupid all for the sake of accomplishing your ultimate goal, which is whatever dream you have. Self-care is that allowance of negative emotion. Self-care is feeling uncomfortable on purpose. The screw it mentality provides immediate relief in the moment, but at such a high cost. The screw up mentality keeps you from growing. It keeps you from tapping into what you truly want and then being able to go and get it hell or high water. The screw up mentality keeps you completely stuck. What a tragedy to not grow and to not change and to not pursue what you truly want. Self-care might not be the easiest option, but it's the one with the best interest at heart. When you say screw it, it completely neglects you and what your brain and your body are telling you, what messages they are relaying to you. Self-care does not for one second neglect need. If you have a newborn baby, you care for it with fierce love. We say, I love you and I'm going to put some structure in place, some restriction in place because I know it's what's best for you. And when that baby is feeling negative emotion, you soothe it. You are there for it. You don't say, well, you should just say screw it and just give up. Yet this is what we do with ourselves. We feel negative emotion and so we're like, eh, I'm not going to care about myself. Screw it. So what is the answer to this? The answer to the screw it mentality is to be disciplined. But discipline does not mean being a jerk to yourself. It doesn't mean being bossy. It doesn't mean being controlling or punishing. It means not entertaining the thoughts that come up that want to beat ourselves up. So we set a goal and all that dialogue starts of you're not good enough. We've done this in the past and it hasn't worked. Who do you think you are? Like those come up, we can plan on those. Like those are inevitable thoughts whenever we do something that challenges us. So instead of choosing them, entertaining them, swimming with those thoughts, we just expect them and we have a conversation with our brain when they come. It means a willingness to feel negative emotion and know that it's not a problem. It means saying, hey, brain, I see all those thoughts. I hear you. And that's okay. We're not going to believe those. We're not going to choose those thoughts today. I see that you're thinking them. That's fine. But I'm not going to choose you. We're just going to push you to the side for a second, okay? Like that is highest functioning living right there is to have those thoughts and gently push them to the side and say, hey, we're not going there today. This is what has to happen when we have all of that dialogue come up that just wants to be so mean. We have to have a conversation with our brain and say, I see you, you can be here, but I'm not gonna choose you, okay? We're gonna think something else on purpose. I can totally do this. The second thing discipline means is a willingness to feel negative emotion and know that it's not a problem. As humans, we are meant to experience opposition in all things. It is the law of of science, of of existence, that every force has to have an equal and opposite force, reaction, whatever that thing is. You know what I'm talking about, right? But negative emotion is necessary. 
Like for all of the positive emotion, we can't know it unless we've known the negative. And so when we can embrace that it's not a problem when we feel negative emotion, it opens up possibility. When you are willing to feel it, when you are willing to feel fear, when you are willing to feel rejection and failure and discomfort, nothing stands in your way. The next thing that discipline means is knowing that you are worthy always. When you set a goal from a place of unworthiness, it will never yield positive results. You are always worthy. Did you know this? Did you know that just because you exist as a human, that you have unchangeable worth? So if that's true, did you know that you can be worthy, that you can love yourself, want everything you currently have and strive for more? Did you know that you can love your body as it is and want to lose weight? That's the best place to pursue something from because then we're not grasping. We're not in a rush. We are coming from love the whole time. And that is the opposite of suffering. That is the opposite of how the diet mentality works is that we just hate ourselves into complete restriction and to complete diet mentality that then we just feel horrible the entire time. But can you imagine if you lost weight and loved yourself every second of the way? That's what I want for you. The last thing that discipline means is knowing that circumstances don't cause our feelings. When we believe that things outside of us cause how we feel, we try to control the world. We try to control everything outside of us. And for anyone that has tried, we know that's very difficult. If we could, if we could control people, if we could control the world, I would be all in. I would be so game to do that, but we can't. So if that's the case, if we can't control anything outside of us, we can't control other people, we can't control all of the crap that happens in the world, what we can control is our minds. And our minds are the ones that interpret the world. And the way that we feel comes from the way our mind interprets the world. How we think about the world causes how we feel and not the world itself. So we have to take ownership. When we can take ownership that we are the ones creating our feelings, then we become completely in power. We become so in the authority position over our minds and over our lives. But instead, what we do is we will just say, screw it, because we believe that everything that we want is completely out of our control. And while there are things that are out of our control, outside of us, who we are, how we think, how we feel, and how we show up, that is within our control. The truth is we can change our lives when we take responsibility for ourselves and for our minds. That screw it mentality cloud blocks you from who you are, what you want, and what you are capable of. So I want you to watch for it. And if you set a goal and you are all of a sudden wanting relief from something, you have to check in. What is it that you want relief from? Is it negative emotion? Is it the terrible things you are saying to yourself that are so mean? Is it because you feel so unworthy? The answer to those things isn't to just say screw it and be apathetic. The answer is to manage your mind, to be able to feel a negative emotion, to stop talking to yourself in such a horrible way, and to remember that you are always worthy. The answer is to converse with your brain, to change your relationship with negative emotion, to stop resisting it. And to not allow for one second your brain to be mean. It's to remember that you have worthiness just because you exist. So when that screw it mentality comes up for you, you got to check in with yourself. What is it that's really going on? What do you want relief from? Because once you clear up that cloud, 
and find out what you want and learn how to manage your mind, then you can grow into the person you want to become. That is all I have for you this week. I'll talk to you soon.